Hello, everybody. My name is Rick. I'm the founder of Real People USA. And today's male toxicity topic is physical fitness and working out. And there's an article at Men's Journal listing the top 15 exercises for men. And I really like this article because the focus is on lifting weights. And the article at uh, Men's Journal is titled, The 15 Most Important Gym Routines for Men. And again, this uh, article at the Men's Journal is for men, and it lists the top 15 uh, weight exercises that you can do. And the first one is deadlift. Now that's definitely a, a man's exercise. And it's the article says it's the king of all exercises and the deadlift hits every major muscle group hard. And see, and that's what men need um, when, it, when it comes to working out. We need to have our muscles hit hard and challenged because it's the greatest test of strength there is, says the article. Because of all the muscles involved, it releases a huge amount of testosterone and that's a muscle building hormone into the bloodstream. For this reason, the deadlift is a great cornerstone of any fitness plan. And the second item is the back squat. Just like the deadlift, the barbell back squat hits just about every major muscle group there is in the body and is the king of leg development movements. Any athlete will tout the squat as the reason they run fast, jump high, and keep increasing in strength overall. So then there's the bench press, and this is my favorite. And from personal experience during the shutdowns, I lost my weightlifting capacity by 40%, and it took almost four months to return to benching up to 75 pounds, uh, starting at 205 pounds, at three sets, at 10 reps, finishing at 275, at two sets and six reps. And I believe the socialist government officials pushing uh, the, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic hoax knew men's health would be negatively affected by these shutdowns. So let's continue talking about the bench press. Every gym goer, and this is from the article at Men's Journal, Every gym goer in the world has been asked, what do you bench? At least once in their lives. This move is responsible for developing powerful, well-defined pecs, shoulders, and triceps. And that's what men want to show, you know, at least to themselves and maybe to the public. Um, and the article continues, which lead to a more commanding presence. And see, that's the key. Well, for guys, we like that commanding presence. Have you ever been out someplace and you see like like two guys maybe talking, maybe it's a it's a fevered conversation? Well, the guy with the biggest pecs and has a more commanding presence, if the other guy talking is not as as, as large in stature as the big guy, look. The little guy is walking away. I'm just, I'm just telling you. So benching leads to a more commanding presence with or without a shirt on. 
Combine that with the muscle building effects of the testosterone. This move releases and all you have left to do is watch your little black book fill up. And for those who know it, who know what the little black book is, you know what that is. Okay. So then there's the dumbbell Romanian deadlift. And that's an important exercise for lower back health and developing an impressive set of glutes. Any seasoned lifter will tell you they're truly impressed by a good set of legs and a butt usually comes with it. Also, this move helps to make the hamstrings more flexible, meaning less back pain after sitting all day. And this is obviously a a man's exercise. You're talking about deadlifting dumbbells. Then number five is the kettlebell swing. And it's kind of often confused as a squat. And people can read the article from uh, Men's Journal. And it's called the most, uh, the 15 most important exercises for men. And then there's the suspended push-up. Um, there's a pull-up and pull-ups. Nothing quite says I'm a dude, whereas the article says I'm big, like a wide set of shoulders, a wide back doesn't hurt either. The best move for developing those big fan-shaped muscles, and that's the the lats um, that make your shoulders look wide, is a traditional pull-up. It's a big multi-joint move, which leads to testosterone release. And And that's what's important to men, meaning strength and overall muscle development will be enhanced. So I wanna go to the um, I want to go to the other article that's uh, called Ace Fitness, and it talks about exercise and hormones and the eight hormones involved in exercise. And again, this is a very important topic for men. Okay, very, very important. So insulin and the article at acefitness.org says insulin is a peptide hormone produced by the the pancreas. Insulin regulates carbohydrates and fat metabolism. And uh, so another great reason for men to exercise and lift weights. Next one is called um, glucocon and it's released in response to low levels of blood sugar. Glucocon is produced by the pancreas to stimulate the release of free fatty acids from uh, tissues and increase uh, blood glucose levels, both of which are important for fueling exercise activity. Now, see, if you're, like I said, for guys, we need to exercise. We need uh, physical fitness so that we can fuel our exercise activity. The next one is cortisol. And it's a catabolic steroid hormone produced by the adrenal gland in response to stress, uh, low blood sugar, and exercise. So, guys, we need to continue to work out. That's why it was so bad for these socialist uh, politicians to shut down the gyms because they knew that we need that ability to, to control stress and working out is a great stress reliever. Cortisol is released when the body experiences too much physical stress or is not sufficiently recovered from a previous workout. 
while cortisol helps promote fat metabolism, exercising for too long can elevate levels of cortisol to catabolize muscle protein for fuel instead of conserving it to be used for repair uh, tissue damage. So again, you don't want to uh, work out too much, but cortisol is our friend. The next one is called uh, impenonephrine and norepinephrine. These amine hormones play an important role in helping the sympathetic nervous system, the SNS, produce energy and in regulating the body's function during cardiorespiratory exercise. Classified as a um, catecholamines, I can't even pronounce that word, epinephrine and norepinephrine are separate but related hormones. Epinephrine, often referred to as adrenaline because it is produced by the adrenal gland, elevates uh, cardio output, increases blood sugar to help fuel exercise, and promotes the breakdown of glycogen for energy and supports fat metabolism. So that's another one. And here's a big one, guys. Testosterone. Testosterone is a steroid hormone produced by the Leydig cells of the testes in males and the ovaries of females, with small amounts produced by the adrenal glands of both genders. Testosterone is responsible for muscle protein resynthesis and the repair of muscle proteins damaged by exercise and plays a significant role in helping grow skeletal muscle. Testosterone works with specific receptor sites and is produced in response to exercise that damage muscle proteins. And then from, uh, you know, some, some guys know about the HGH and HGH is an anabolic peptide hormone secreted by the anterior pituitary gland that stimulates cellular growth. Like all hormones, HGH works with specific receptor sites and can produce a number of responses, including increasing muscle protein synthesis, responsible for muscle growth, increasing bone mineralization, supporting the immune system, aha, supporting the immune system function and promoting lipolysis or fat metabolism. So the key for the HGH, it supports the immune system. So we got people who have not been to the gym in maybe six to eight, 12 months, and they're missing out on this HGH. And if they happen to be diagnosed with COVID-19, which I think is like a hoax, you know, it's because they haven't been exercising and their body has not been producing HGH. See, the body produces HGH during the REM cycles of sleep and is stimulated by high intensity exercise, such as heavy strength training, explosive power training. Now these are all guy, these are all guy exercises, okay? Or cardiorespiratory exercise at or above the onset of blood lactate uh, I guess they call that OBLA, the second ventilatory threshold. So I'm just saying, as we close this episode, you know, toxic male Monday 
or Male Toxic Monday or Monday Male Toxicity. Anything you want to call it. This is what we're going to do on the Real People USA uh, podcast and uh, blog. We're going to talk about items that are related to males and how males should stay where we are, but also make a comeback um, against these socialist politicians and, and the lefty media so that we can continue to strive to be where we should be at all times. My name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA. And if you want to be a guest on the show to talk about male toxicity in a positive way that supports males, uh, please send me an email at rpusa at protonmail.com. That's rpusa at protonmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for reading. Make it a great day.